Good morning, St. Abraham's. Good to see you all. Good to see you all. Let's sing. Let's begin this uh, week with song and praising the Lord. Here we go. No, no, peace. Have a seat. Well, all right, guys, we're going to have a few announcements before we get started here. And first up, we're going to talk about athletics with Mrs. Martin. Good morning. All right. Yes, here's my athletic staff. She has to come with me. (laughs) Oh, the high school volleyball girls are doing amazing. They won two more games this last week. It's Pacific Point and Marina, so their their record is five and one. This is like the best record any St. Abe's team has ever had. So they actually have a game tonight against Monterey Big Academy at 530, which is just down the street about a mile. So if you have the chance to come out and cheer for them, this is another great opportunity um, for a game that's really close. Um, She helping out? (laughs) Um, Let's see. What else do we have? We have cross-country meets. We have two this week on Thursday at Wilder Ranch and on Saturday in Pleasanton. And then middle school girls basketball, the fifth and sixth graders won against Salesian Sisters here on Thursday. (laughs) They have a game on Tuesday against Gateway um, over at the Circle Church on the west side. So lots of opportunities to come and cheer for St. Abe's teams this week. All right, thank you, Mrs. Martin. And next up, we're going to hear an update for Drive for Schools with Mrs. O'Donnell. Good morning. Okay, I want to see a show of hands for everyone who sold one ticket. Great job. Thanks, you guys. Good job. So, as you remember, somebody in your family got some packets of tickets last week. And remember that if you call up people that you know and tell them that there's a chance that they could win a car, they are probably going to buy tickets from you. And let me tell you, we've got lots of prizes coming. This coming week, the top seller will get a $25 gift card to Pizza My Heart and a free t-shirt. And then the next week is going to be ice cream. And then the next week is going to be something even bigger where we just keep building on. And remember that your class If you have the most tickets sold in your class, 
your class in the, at the end of four weeks gets a giant ice cream party. Okay? Yes. So you've got to sell those tickets, okay? It's really not that hard. We have a winner from last week that I need to announce. Everybody, put your hands together for the top seller of week one, Reagan DeCamp. Reagan won a $25 gift card to the movie theater. Isn't that awesome? Thank you, Reagan. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Reagan. Thank you, Mrs. O'Donnell. All right. Next up, we have an update on House Points with our leadership team. Okay, in fourth place with 1,275 points is Aquinas. In third place with 1,400 points is George. (laughs) And in second place with 1,950 points is Augustine. And first place is pretty obvious now with 2,650 points, Calvin. Thank you, Zeke and Cups. Well done. Recount, yeah. This is, this is suspect. All right. Let me have your attention and I want to, as I said last week, I want to talk about rules and the law. Uh, We're continuing this idea and why they're important. Um, And um, if, if you remember last week, we talked about how we can look at rules as being kind of a bummer and look at law. Uh, God's law in particular as being something that um, is a burden or we can do like David who meditated on the law and see the wisdom in it and see that it actually leads to life see that it actually leads to more freedom because remember what we talked about doing what is wrong choosing having the choice to do something and then doing what is wrong is not freedom so I want to Back up, though, and just talk about law and justice in general. Okay? Everybody has a sense of justice. All we got to do is come out here and crowd around the theater of the Foursquare for about five seconds and see everybody's sense of justice awaken inside them. That's not fair. You did that. You held it too long. No spinnies. No bubbles or whatever, which is not even a rule. You guys made that up. That's like do-overs, right? Yeah, it was a do-over. Everybody has a sense of justice. If you live with someone in your house, you felt this. Everybody's born with it, okay? We, we, we want something to be right. And we have something inside of us that 
corresponds to this desire for justice, for, for something right to happen in the world. And a lot of times we feel that most uh, powerfully when it involves something that happens to us, okay? We all have a sense of justice and we appeal to a law and a moral code. And God gives us, here's the thing, guys. God gives us his standard in, in his word. That's a gift. Our personal obedience, this is the entire story of the Bible in Christ, and then how we participate in that story, that our personal obedience has cosmic significance. You, let me say that again. Our personal obedience has cosmic significance. Our ability to obey God actually has an implication on the, the universe, on the world. And if you think about the stories in, in the scripture, the characters, uh, stories in the literature that you're reading, characters are given choices, and those choices actually have major implications later on. Um, this is why education is not merely and not only about knowledge in the abstract or knowledge. You guys aren't just learning facts out there. It's about knowledge with. That's what the word conscience means. Think of the word science, right? It's about knowledge. But the conscience is having a knowledge about how things work on the inside and how they correspond to what you've been given as a standard of what is good and true and beautiful. Have you guys, has it dawned on some of you little ones and, and growing ones and bigger ones? Has it dawned on you that like when you were born, things were happening before you got around? Things, things were actually going on before you arrived. Did you know this? You just didn't, you came on the scene and it took you a while maybe to guess that like, wow, things were actually, some things were happening before I came, came around. Yeah, like tradition and law and standards of good and righteousness. Those things were happening, okay? True education cultivates virtue by connecting every form of knowledge to a transcendent moral reality, one that reaches into the heart of every person. Some of you guys are like, what does that mean? The Bible says it way better. Behold, you, he's talking to God, desire truth in the inward parts. And in the hidden part, you will make me to know wisdom. That's, that's as simple as it gets. Truth in the inward parts. Right? The law, Jesus took the law of God and he, said, and he brought it directly into the heart. He says things like, you've heard it written, you, you know that it's written, you shall not commit adultery. But I say to you, anyone who looks on a woman lustfully has committed adultery in his heart. Right? He brings it back to his heart every time. Even if no one's looking, do you have truth in the inward part? How does this happen? God tells us in, in many places in the Bible, this is one, in the prophet of Jeremiah, he promises, this shall be the covenant I will make with the house of Israel. And in those days, saith the Lord, I will put my law in their in, inward parts, 
and I will write it in their hearts and will be their God and they shall be my people. That's a really good thing. Not only is it a great promise, but it tells us that we have an identity through God's law. Remember what I talked about? The, the, the obligation and the law and, 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 and rule actually confirms on us who we are. How you live and how you act actually shows who you are. This is the covenant I will make with them. This is in Hebrews. After those days, says the Lord, I will put my laws into their hearts and in their minds I will write them. Now this is, this is completed in the work of Jesus Christ. But this is why Paul tells us these things. He tells us that just because we could not keep the law perfectly, it doesn't mean that the law is no, of no effect. Outside of Christ, the law reminds us of our sin, right? We are reminded that we have a hard time living up to a standard. Paul talks a lot about this, okay? We can't even keep our own, our own rules, right? The rules we make for ourselves, it's hard to keep. Um, inside of Christ, however, and with Christ, we can, and it confers an identity of a holy people, a people set apart, because we live differently. Everybody say, live differently. That's what this is all about. It's learning to live differently, learning to live according to God's law, and his, which ultimately is pointing to a purpose, Right? Why were you created? What were you created for? This is later in Deuteronomy, or sorry, in Hebrews, in the same chapter, and I just want to read this. Let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the profession of faith without wavering, for he is faithful that he, that he, for he is faithful that promised. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works, not forsaking the assembly of ourselves together, Monday morning, maybe, and also at church, of course, as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another as you see the day approaching. So, you guys, living according to a standard according to God's standard, is going to show that we are a holy people. And that's what the Lord wants from us, to be more like him. And in conclusion, I want to just leave us with um, something that will hopefully get into our heads, (laughs) our school rules, okay? So I wrote something that we're all going to say together. You guys are going to say the bold part, and I'm going to read the first part, okay? This is just to, this is just to make it a, stick a little more. So here we go. You ready to read? 
Okay. The path to wisdom and eloquence is found in, in obedience. And how I rightly honor you and you me. See how that rhymes? It's good. I planned that. All right, you guys got the last line. But taking care of things is not as easy as it looks, for its secret lies not merely in books. Let God's praise be like honey on my lip, my hand to practice godly stewardship. All right. Let's pray, and then we'll be dismissed. Father, thank you for this morning. Thank you for another week. Help us to be thankful for it, to receive it as a gift. Uh, Lord, we pray that you would help us to have um, hearts that are uh, inclined to do your will, to delight in your will and what you desire. Lord, help us, give us the strength we need to keep uh, and guard these things um, and to live according to your word. We pray that you would protect us this week. And give us grace. In Jesus' name, amen. Off you go.